COVID cases are surging in many places and healthcare workers are increasingly disillusioned, experiencing compassion fatigue, and emotionally and psychologically and physically exhausted. And today is all about them. Welcome, I'm Michelle Berkey, and this is Praying Scripture, a weekday broadcast where we use God's own words to honor Him and to talk to Him about the things going on in our life and in our world. We're jumping into episode 150 today. That feels like a milestone, 150 episodes, and we're praying for our healthcare workers. But before we do that, let's open with a bit of worship. We have a couple of different verses this morning. First is Psalm 34, 18, and it says, The Lord is near to the brokenhearted and saves the crushed in spirit. Jeremiah 23, 24 says, Can a man hide himself in secret places so that I cannot see him? Declares the Lord. Do I not fill heaven and earth? Declares the Lord. And Acts 17, the end of verse 27 says, Yet he is actually not far from each one of us. So today we're talking about the idea that God is near. God is close to us, wants a personal relationship with us. There's nowhere that we can go apart from Him. So let's pray. Father, You are near to the brokenhearted, and You save the crushed in spirit. But it's not only the brokenhearted. Your nearness extends to all of us. There is no place that we can go that You will not be there nowhere. We can hide in secret places, but you always are there. You fill heaven and earth, and none of us is far from you. And I am so grateful for that this morning, that you are a near God, that you are with us. Emmanuel, God with us. Thank you so much for the gift of your spirit that allows your presence to be in us. And we worship you this morning for that impossible, mind-blowing idea that you are the God of the universe, creator of all things, and you can be everywhere at all times and quite close to us, so close that you're within us. That's just astonishing. And I'm in awe of you today. I love who you are. Thank you for the, for the revelation that you've given us about who you are. I pray that as we go on this morning forward in this time, that you would enable it to happen. I know that my internet is sketchy today, so I I ask you to give it some juice. Let these words go out and these prayers go out and, and be exactly what you want them to be. Let them go everywhere that you want them to go and let anyone who needs to hear these, who, who you've appointed to, to pray with us, to find them. Pray that you would give me words and guidance and thoughts as I go through these verses and these prayers, and that they would be both powerful and effective, that you would answer them in mighty, mighty ways. My heart is heavy this morning on this subject, and I pray that your power would be released in this, in this next 10 or 15 minutes as we pray together. In Jesus' name, amen. Healthcare workers, I know that we have done episodes before praying for healthcare workers, but it's been a long time. We did it particularly in early and mid 2020. And looking back, I remember praying often for their protection for them and their families, for supernatural understanding of this threat that we did not know much about at that time and had very few weapons or strategies against. 
The prayers are a little bit different today, I think. The situation is much different. North Carolina Health News says this, Nationwide, psychiatrists who specialize in trauma-related mental conditions say that they are seeing increasing number of health professionals with work-related depression, anxiety, post-traumatic stress disorder, substance abuse disorders, and insomnia, and they expect to see even more in the months ahead. Before the pandemic, one doctor died by suicide every day in the United States, the highest rate of any profession, including the military and twice the rate of the general population. According to a review of research presented at the 2018 Annual Meeting of American Psychiatric Association, part of the reason researchers found was untreated depression. According to the data from the American Foundation for Suicide Prevention, 28% of medical residents experience a major depressive episode compared to seven or 8% of similarly aged people in the general population. That's a third of them. Healthcare workers already were on the edge of burnout and exhaustion before the pandemic, said Dr. Megan Ranney, an emergency physician and public health professor at Brown University in Rhode Island. Now many of us are physically and emotionally exhausted. We've never seen as much consistent death and hopelessness as we have in the past year. So during the pandemic, nearly one quarter of all healthcare workers surveyed by researchers at Yale reported signs of probable post-traumatic stress disorder. 43% had probable alcohol use disorder, according to a study published in February. An acquaintance of mine, who is the relative of a good friend, he works at an ICU in Tampa, and he posted an article that detailed 12 hours in the life of their COVID-19 ICU. He's in one of the photographs in the article, and it, it brought the trauma that they are experiencing as a profession home to me. So that's why we're here today to support those who are caring for others, putting their health and well-being at risk for the public health and safety. So the first scripture is 1 Corinthians 15, 58, and it says this, Therefore, my beloved brothers, be steadfast, immovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord, knowing that in the Lord your labor is not in vain. Father, I want to ask these things for the healthcare workers across the world that they would be steadfast, immovable in the service that they are in, knowing that their labor is not in vain, understanding that they have an important purpose, that even if they are seeing death and hopelessness, that their work is not in vain. I, I pray that you would give them a very clear sense of their purpose that helps them survive emotionally and physically and mentally. 2 Corinthians 1, 3, and 4 says, Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of mercies and God of all comfort, who comforts us in all our afflictions, so that we may be able to comfort those who are in any affliction with the comfort which we ourselves are comforted by God. One of the things that the healthcare workers do in addition to providing medical services is they are a comfort to families, to patients, and to each other. And I know that that comes from somewhere, that their ability to pour out emotionally comes from somewhere. You have an unlimited well of compassion and comfort, and you want to provide that to those who are hurting. I pray that you would pour that out in the hearts of the workers, that they would have capacities never before tapped to share comfort and compassion with their patients and each other. 
I pray that you would give them those who are your children. I pray that there would be this never-ending well of compassion and grace for them, that there would be, certainly there is that. So praying for it maybe doesn't make sense, but maybe I ask that your children would draw from that never-ending well, from the living water that you pour out for us, that's available to us, that they would use that as their source for showing compassion to others, because we ourselves run dry. Isaiah 41.10 says, I am your God. I will strengthen you. I will help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. I pray you do that specifically for your children who are in the healthcare industry, but also for all of those who need your strength, who need you to uphold them with your righteous right hand, who have nowhere else to go. I pray that they would seek after you and that you would be their God that they would find you in the midst of hopelessness and exhaustion and despair and fear. I pray that patients would find you. I pray that healthcare workers would find you when their ability to handle it by themselves is gone, that they would turn to you and find you. Matthew 11, 28 says, Come to me all who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. I cannot think of another profession right now who could be described better by ones who labor and are heavy laden. They are working long hours and they have been for a year and a half. They probably were before that and it's just ramped up and there's no end. There's no end in sight. And as COVID increases again and their ICUs are flooded again and they are turning away patients who are they are, who are, have scheduled elective surgeries. At least I know that that's happening in my area. I'm sure that that's happening in other areas. I ask that they would bring that labor and the, the burdens to you and that you would give them rest. That when they lay down at night, they would sleep and be refreshed. That their insomnia would go away. I pray that you would lead them to the right places for treatment for PTSD. I pray that you would lead them to treatment for depression. I ask that needing to seek out that assistance would become normalized, would become healthy, would be out in the open and that would be okay. That those in the wellness fields would be able to take care of their wellness and that the community that they're in would be supportive. It would not have to be in secret. 1 Peter 3.8 says, Finally, all of you be like-minded, be sympathetic, love one another, be compassionate, and humble. And Father, this describes what the the caring professions should be also. Sympathetic, loving, compassionate, humble. And I know that there are many, 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 if not most, who are running out of those things, who feel like they're at the end of their ropes, who feel like there is none of that left. And I pray that they would find it pray that you would give it to them. Pray that they would find it in a relationship with you. But for those who are not your children, I pray that you would also loan it to them. I pray that as they walk through shifts that are nightmares, and the next day it's also a nightmare, and they're responding to seven, eight coding situations per shift that there seems to be no end of, that they're dealing with families who are begging them for help. And when there is none left, I pray that all of those workers would find compassion and love 
and the, the words that will be helpful, the words that will be life-giving. Pray that they would also find encouragement in their days. Pray that you would give them rest and encouragement and stamina, strength when they need it, when they have none left. I pray that the healthcare system that they're in would, oh, the word that I wanted just left me, could be changed to be as healthy for those in it as those using it. Pray against overwhelm, against exhaustion, and I pray for your protection on these workers. That the trauma that they're experiencing, that they have some of your protection against that. That they would not experience the uh, maybe expected or anticipated or maybe even what should be happening to them. That they're protected from that emotionally, physically, mentally. I pray that for those who are weary, they would find rest. Pray for those who are overwhelmed, that they would find a way through. They would be able to focus Pray that they would be able to um, develop the right, or go after the right priorities. I can't say that correctly. That they would pursue the right priorities, priorities that will be health-giving for their patients and health-giving for them. I pray for their families who, when they come home, then they're faced with family situations, faced with parenting. They're faced with being a spouse and all of the the work that that entails. I pray that home would be a safe place for them. I pray that it would be a life-giving, soul-feeding safe place. Pray that their families would be strengthened. Pray that they would treat each other with so much understanding, so much compassion, so much grace, that there would be healing of marriages, healing of child and parent relationships, that this would be a time of growing closer instead of falling apart. I pray that any details that you have to, resources or people or conversations that need to take place, for that to be true across the world, I pray that you would move those into, like I get to see all these little gears like moving. And I pray that you would move so that that could happen. I pray for their long-term health, their long-term well-being, that as this happens that this profession doesn't lose its best people to trauma, to disillusionment. I pray that they would be recognized for their sacrifices and that we would treat them with as much care and compassion as they have been treating the public for the last year and a half. You know all the needs of this group of people. I couldn't even hope to express them clearly or fully but I pray that you would meet their needs. Pray that you would be, your power would be released in this profession and it would move among all of the hospitals, among all of the individual practitioners, among all of the ICUs, among all hospice workers, all well-being staff, administration staff, insurance staff, that your power would be released for good in this profession. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you so much for joining with me today. I so appreciate your presence here with me and you adding your voice to mine in prayer. If you're watching on the Grace on the Gravel Road Facebook page and you found this helpful, I would love it if you would join us again on Monday when we'll be back with a new study and invite your friends to join us. We'll be praying through probably selections from the book of John and you will find daily posts back on my on the page as well. So the 
daily posts will cover the entire book of John and we'll hit the highlights, I think, in the in the broadcast. So that starts up on Monday, and I welcome you back for that. If you're a podcast listener, sharing the broadcast with a friend will allow more people to join their voices with us in prayer and be encouraged by prayer. We are brought to you by Grace and the Gravel Road, helping Christian women grow a God-first life. And my heart is that as we pray together, as we do this twice a week, that you would grow in, in your prayer life, that God would answer these prayers in mighty ways. But most of all, my prayer is that He would draw us deeper into a love relationship with Him. Amen. Amen.